Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. I'm coming to you live on location from Key Biscayne, Florida, one of the most beautiful places to visit in the United States are the Florida Keys. The waterfront homes in the Keys are a dream to me, many of them built on stilts to protect them from the storm surge of the occasional hurricane. This strip of island stretches all the way from Miami to Key West, and from the very first key, called Virginia Key, down the Rickenbacker Causeway towards Key Biscayne. Further south, Key Largo, the entire drive through the key stretches for 118 miles, about 190 kilometers. The state has a rule that the island chain has to be able to get everyone out 24 hours before a hurricane hits. And there's just one road out, so there's a limit to how many people are allowed to live in the Keys. Hurricane Irma in 2017 did considerable damage to properties on the Keys. Overall, in Monroe County, 27,649 homes experienced some degree of damage including 1,179 homes being destroyed, almost 2,800 homes receiving major damage, and 5,361 suffering minor damage. Despite the hurricane risks, the Keys remain a very desirable place to live. The casual lifestyle, the Caribbean waters, while still being part of the continental USA, make the properties extremely desirable. But it is a bit of a drive. The further you go from Miami in the direction of Key West, the lower the prices. It is until you reach Key West. At that point, the prices rise sharply again. Because of the distance to major transportation like airports, the properties are priced lower than those close to a major airport. Property values in the Keys are still less than you would pay for an equivalent property along the coast of Florida. But that soon may change. On today's show, we're talking about a new building moratorium. Building in the Florida Keys has always been highly competitive, and it's been regulated by the Rate of Growth Ordinance, or ROGO, as it's called. Anyone interested in purchasing land in the Florida Keys, or even those considering purchasing a home who may want to make additions, need to understand ROGO. ROGO is meant to limit the growth of real estate in the Keys, as well as its population by limiting the amount of building permits that are issued every year, approximately 250 issued quarterly. If you plan to go on building in the Keys, it's imperative you understand how to go about obtaining a building permit that you're ultimately going to need. But starting in 2023, no new building permits are going to be issued in the Florida Keys. This is a stipulation, a law that was enacted back in the 1970s, aimed at controlling development in the environmentally sensitive area, ensuring timely evacuation of tourists in the event of a hurricane. An analysis performed in 2013 showed that the traffic model could support no more than about 1,900 additional cars in the event of a hurricane evacuation, despite the nearly 10,000 lots in the Keys that have yet to be built on. Monroe County has a huge number of undeveloped lots. This is largely the result of the state's 1972 classification of the Keys as an area of critical state concern. People who own those properties are likely to sue the state of Florida when they can't build what they want on their own land, or they don't receive what they consider to be fair compensation from the state. With Florida facing potentially billions of dollars in lawsuits, a bill was filed in the legislature earlier this year that would make the counties and municipalities equally as liable as the state if the property owners win in a lawsuit. Because the Keys are designated an area of critical state concern, development there is regulated by ROGO. Many of the thousands of people who have not built on their land haven't done so because they're mired in the ROGO process. The question is, will the renovation of an existing property be allowed? As long as density is not being increased, will the county allow an existing property to be redeveloped or to be improved? That part has not been made entirely clear. As a real estate investor, this kind of situation is precisely what I look for. I love to see situations where there's a supply-demand imbalance. In this case, there's a constraint being applied on the supply side. 
When these types of conditions exist, the downside risk to the property value is reduced. The demand for homes in the Keys appears to be robust, but I have to say right now there are quite a few properties for sale on the market right now. The Keys have already survived a devastating Category 4 storm, and that has not deterred people from wanting to live there, or from owning their own piece of paradise. So as you think about that, look for those situations where there's a supply-demand imbalance, and those conditions are going to exist for a long time to come. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.